Okay, you doing good? Awesome. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. Happy Monday. Oh, oh. Happy Monday. Oh. <laughs> welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time hearing my voice or seeing my face, uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I am the host of the show, and I'm the owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like making sure you have uh, your articles of incorporation. It was your birthday, Margaret. Happy birthday. Y'all, okay, hold on. We got to pause the intro. Margaret Massey has been like 10 toes down with the show, always watching, always commenting, and her birthday was on the, on the 6th. So I'm going to sing you a very quick happy birthday, okay? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Margaret. Happy birthday to you, okay? All right, back to the intro. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Hi, Diamond Sweat Aquafina. Yes. So like I was saying, the things I can help you with, I can help you with incorporating, getting your articles of incorporation, getting your EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, making sure you have uh, contract templates for clients and partners, brand protection strategies, hiring strategies so you don't get sued for discrimination. I help you do all of these things. If you are wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of these things, I'm very happy that you asked. I am a licensed attorney, have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are... <laughs> your granddaughter said I sound like fun. I'll tell your granddaughter, I said thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so a lot of you have amazing business ideas, but you don't necessarily want to go to business or law school, but you got to know these concepts. So that's why I'm here. Okay. So if you're in the, uh, the, the beginning phases of your business, you know, and you need some legal guidance or you need a, you know, you've been in business for a while, you need some more structure or you haven't even, you know, you just got a business idea. You don't know how to, how to set it up yet. I'm here to help you do that. Okay. Now, how are you going to, how are we going to connect with each other? Hey, 76 Grimke, I want you to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. At linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can book yourself a free, hey, read Danny, you can book, book yourself a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, you can also uh, download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. You can also access many of my video trainings and eBooks like this month, we're focusing on Dunn's numbers. Um, so you can pick up the Dunn's number training. It's the first button. Uh, and you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. So if you ever miss a live broadcast, you can catch up on it at your leisure. I've got like over 300 videos on YouTube and I'm getting pretty close to that on the podcast as well. Um, and as well at link forward slash NPL consulting firm, it's where you can get your show merch. Y'all like my t-shirt. Y'all like my t-shirt. Hold on. I like my t-shirt and my cup. These are all available at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. All of the links are there. This was a cup and a t-shirt um, that I designed with one of the, uh, the viewers of the show who happens to be a graphic designer and she really helped me bring my vision to life. Okay. But, um, 
that's enough about me. Let's get to why y'all are here. We are here for the show. So for those of you who just might be new, you might not know what's going on. Let me explain to you what's happening. So this is how the show works. Uh, we start off with our MPL nugget for the evening. What that is, is it's a quick concept that I teach you in a couple of minutes, a quick business formation concept, all right? Um, then we go into our stories. Now, where do I get these stories? I get them from all over the place. You guys send them to me. Um, I find them on blog sites, uh, podcasts, um, anywhere. I get story inspirations from all sorts of places, and I choose the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, and we talk about them, okay? So this is a time for you to get involved. Don't be shy. I want to hear your questions. I'm Well, I can't hear them, but I can see them. I want your questions. I want your comments as long as they're respectful. Um, I'm going to ask you questions as well. I'm going to ask you to put some stuff in the comment box, so make sure you got your fingers ready unless you're driving. If you're driving, please keep your hands at 10 and 2. Um, yeah, but uh, that is how the show works, all right? So we are going to get started. I've been talking for quite some time. Uh, but yeah, let's go. All right. Are we ready? We ready? We ready? All right. Um, wait, before we start, do I have to address anything? Okay. Do we have any? Okay, cool. So let's get started. All right. Um, so like I said, we're starting off with our NPL nugget of the evening. Now we have been covering, Margaret, you've been here. Tell them what we've been covering, girl. What have we been covering or what did we start covering last week? Margaret knows because she's always here. 76 Grim K, is that you? Are you the one watching? Because I see a one, but there's like, there were like three different names. So I'm not sure who's watching. So if you're watching on Instagram and you know what we've been covering since last week, put that in the comments as well. What do y'all remember? Do you remember the topic that we're talking about? Do you remember the topic? <laughs> All right. I'm not going to keep you guys in suspense. Uh, we have been talking about Dunn's numbers. Dunn's numbers, Dunn's numbers, Dunn's numbers. Um, last week, we defined what a Dunn's number is, and we talked about a couple of the things that uh, you need a, um, a Dunn's number can do for you. Thank you, Margaret, Dunn's numbers. Yes. So we are continuing with that because there are a bunch of things that you can do with a Dunn's number, right? Um, and just a quick recap, we said that a Dunn's number is an identification number for your business that is issued by the Dun & Bradstreet Corporation, and it tracks your business's financial transactions all over the world. 76 Grim Crate said, Dunn's helps get products in big stores. Yes, girl, you, you, um, you did, you did the, the NPL nugget of the evening. That's what I was going to cover. So last week we defined what a Dunn's number was. We said that it helps you build business credit. We said that you also needed to, um, to get your apps into the iOS space. Hey, Miss Whitney. One of the other things that a Dunn's number is good for is if you are ever trying to get your, your products into big box stores like Target, like Costco, like, um, like, uh, Anywhere else, Walmart, any of those big box stores, one of the things that you're going to need is a Dunn's number. Why? Because the Dunn's number, it tr again, it tracks your financial transactions, including the transactions of you being a supplier for other places, right? So if you, you know, let's say you had a deal with, you know, Walmart some years ago, but Walmart's like, no, you know, they never delivered, 
<laughs> you read the NPL newsletter this morning. Okay. Yes, she's on the email list. Y'all better get on the email list. Download the uh the, the biz launch cheat sheet to get on my email list to get my newsletter, okay? But yeah, so what was I saying? Yeah, Dunn's numbers. So yeah, so if, you know, let's say years ago you you had a deal with uh, a big box store and you were supposed to supply them with stuff, but they didn't, you know, enjoy the service. Maybe you were late. Maybe the quality of the products. Hi, I am Lena, Lena G. Uh, maybe the quality of the products was not that great. All of that, they're going to be able to find that in your Dunn's number report, okay? So that's going to help them decide whether or not they want to do business with you. So a Dunn's number is very important if you want to get your products into big box stores, okay? All right. Now, if you want the full scoop on Dunn's numbers and you also want a step-by-step -step tutorial on how to apply for your Dunn's number, go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, and uh, pick up the uh, Dunn's number video training today. The full name is uh, Dunn's number, the business passport. I call it the business passport because it's going to get you into places that your EIN number can't, okay? But yeah, but that is our NPL nugget of the evening. Now we can move on to our stories. Yay! All right. Does anybody like um, halal food? Does anybody eat halal food or have you heard of halal guys? If you are a fan of halal food or if you have heard of the chain halal guys, the halal guys, please give me an H in the comments. Um, halal guys is a fast, casual chain of um middle eastern food uh, uh they're based in new york uh they're known for their large platters of you know meat and rice and things like that it's it's yeah i i, I think halal it's the um it is the islamic version of kosher so basically the um you never heard of the ac what do you mean you never heard of the AC? Um, anyway, but yeah, um, I think uh, I, for, for what I know, please correct me if I'm wrong, if somebody knows better than me, Halal is based, oh, you never heard of the store? Okay, well, it, it's a chain of restaurants. Um, halal is like, it's like the, the, the Islamic version of kosher meat, right? Um, so, you know, the food is prepared a certain way. They've got 75 locations throughout the country. They're based in New York. Um, and they are suing. Uh, you know, they've got a trademark for the halal guys. Uh, Margaret said she's heard of halal, but not halal guys. Okay. Well, uh, halal guys, they've been out here for a while. They've got a trademark for their name. But they are suing uh, a rival or trying to be rival business called the Halal Girls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so the halal girls, uh, you, they basically do the same thing the halal guys do. Uh, the halal, if you look at um, the pictures in my stories, I have a side by side visual of the halal girls um, logo versus the halal guys logo. Um, now, the halal girls, the, um, they received a cease and desist from the halal guys in August of. 2020 asking them to you know cease using the name because people might confuse it with the halal guys and the people who run or own the halal girls they said sure we'll change it we're going to change our name to halal 
acai bowls. Now, I don't know what halal has to do with acai bowls, because I love acai bowls. Um, somebody let me know if there is a connection. Either way, halal girls told halal guys, okay, we're going to change our name from halal girls to halal acai bowls, but they never did. So halal guys is suing halal girls for trademark infringement. The problem is, the article that I read, um, they tried reaching out to halal girls. Nobody can reach them on the phone. They're, um, they're listed on certain, you know, food delivery apps, but they're never open. You can't find them on Yelp. Like, it's like, they're like a ghost. Um, so the halal guys, you know, they're, they're suing the halal girls for trademark infringement. And I want to know from you guys, aside from the halal girls acting shady, do you think that, um, hi, Queendom Boutique, do you think that halal guys is doing too much or are they right to go after these supposed halal girls who are trying to enter the halal food market right uh, what do you guys think about that because while while i don't think i've ever eaten at a halal guys i have heard of the chain and i'm they probably do gyros and stuff um but you know halal guys they're pretty well known um, so if you have a rival who was also doing Middle Eastern food and calling themselves halal girls, is there a possibility that there might be confusion or a false association between halal guys and halal girls? What do you guys think? What do y'all think? Oh, oh, what do y'all think? Mm. Oh, I am thirsty. What do you guys think? Because halal, while I don't think it's a totally unknown term, it's it's not a word that you necessarily hear every day. Margaret Massey said, I think they are right to protect the band. So Margaret, to protect the brand, not the band. Uh, so Margaret is on the side of the halal guys and saying that, you know, they're, they're doing the right thing protecting their name. Uh, 76 Grimke said, yes, maybe a false association. Hi, they envy Aaron. Um, okay, so the, so the two of you are, are pretty much on the same page. 76 Grimke says that, you know, people might think the halal girls might be associated with the halal guys, which they are not. On top of the fact that the halal girls, when they made their logo, it's a circle, it's like an emblem, just like the halal guys. It looks, uh, they have kind of the same base yellow color, um, similar coloring. So it's not too far-fetched to think that there might be some type of false association between halal guys and halal girls if halal girls is allowed to go forward. The problem is nobody can seem to reach the halal girls. Why do you think the halal girls are so hard to reach? Why can't anybody find them? What do you think is going on with the halal girls? Because you put yourselves out there, you put the name out there, you started your business, but now people are trying to order food and you don't, you're just not available. What do you think happened to the halal girls? Excuse me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What do you think happened to the halal girls? Here's what I think happened. 
I think the halal girls thought that they were gonna fly under the radar, but the halal guys were on their were were on their p's and q's, and they caught them. And the halal girls were like, "Ooh, we gotta back up." Um, Margaret Massey said they don't want to be sued. Okay, so you think they're just kind of like trying to duck under the table, hoping nobody sees them? Margaret said they're trying to duck people. They don't want to be sued. Anybody else have an idea as to why nobody can seem to find these halal girls? 76 Grimkate said exit left. <laughs> Ooh, they read the room and they were like, this is not for me. Margaret said, yep, okay. All right. I, I think so too. I think the halal girls thought that they were going to be able to fly under the radar. And, you know, halal boy said, halal guy said, whoa there, whoa there. Uh, we're the only halals in this town, honey. All right. <clears throat> okay. Although, this acai bowl idea is not bad because I love an acai bowl. All right. Okay. Moving on to our next story. Do any of you guys use Twitter? If you use Twitter, please give me the bird emoji. If you use Twitter, please get, or you've heard of Twitter, please give me the bird emoji. If you use Twitter, give me the bird emoji and answer me this question. What is it called when you are updating your Twitter? What is that called? You know? You don't use Twitter? Okay, 76 Grim K. Not everybody uses Twitter. I don't use it religiously, um, or at least I don't post religiously on there. Excuse me. But um, but I do have a, a personal Twitter account and a, and a business Twitter account. They Envy Aaron gave me, a, gave me a bird emoji. Okay, so They Envy Aaron. What is it called when you're playing on your Twitter and you're updating, you know, you're writing stuff? What do they call that on Twitter? What do they call it? Mm-mm. I'm counting on you, they envy Aaron. I know you know this. When I am on Twitter, I am blanking. Come on, y'all. Don't leave me hanging out here. I ain't that old and out of touch. <laughs> um, okay. It is called a tweet. Yes. Thank you, 76 Grim K. A tweet. Mar- yes. All right. So it was just, it was just, um, a delay. Okay, yes, y'all came in at the same time. Yes, tweets, tweeting, tweets, right? Tweet, tweet, tweet. That when you're updating your Twitter, it's known as a tweet, right? And Twitter is famous. We know Twitter's all over the place. Um, you know, the, the last occupant of the White House was a big fan of Twitter and would, you know, apparently do policy over there. Either way. Twitter, you know, they have all their ducks in a row. They've got trademarks for Twitter. They've got trademarks for tweet and, you know, for goods and services and things like that. Um, But but Twitter, like any other entity, they are out here trying to protect their name, even though they tend to be more liberal. Um, But there is a very interesting case that is coming up. There is a company based in Puerto Rico. Um, it is called, the company is called Fernandez and Hermanos, or Fernandez and Hermanos um, Incorporated. Um, and they make bird food. And they are trying to name their bird food Tweet. T-W-E-E-T. And Twitter is opposing their trademark application. Because they're saying that there might be a false association between Twitter, the social media app, and bird food. 
um, or a, a false, yeah, a false association between this bird food and Twitter, the social media app. So I want to know from you guys, do you think that this is a, a, um, a reasonable, a reasonable kind of defense of your mark? Remember, we've talked a lot about trademark bullying. Sometimes companies, because they have a lot of money, they will try and, you know, bully other companies and take them to court so that they change their name because they're trying to basically co-opt um, something that they can't, but they try to use their money to do it. So I want to know, what do you think about this? Twitter, the social media app, is suing a bird food company for trying to name their bird food tweet. Uh, they envy Aaron said, I don't think that's very necessary at all. Right, I don't think so either. While, you know, yes, when I hear tweet in, you know, a, a, a regular context, and context is everything. When I'm talking about Twitter or tweeting, that conversation is going to be very different than a conversation that I have about bird food. Do we have any people here who have birds right now? Are, are we? Do we have any bird pet owners? 76 Grim K said they're being a big bully. I think they're being a big bully too. I think that Twitter, you know, maybe they're trying to, you know, solidify their, their, their mark a little bit more because they've been a little bit liberal with it in the past. But this is not the move, girl. Nobody is going to, uh, to mistake some bird food for a product of Twitter, the social media app where y'all are doing all kinds of things on there. Um, but yeah, so Twitter is trying to sue this, this bird food company and I hope they lose because no, like, look, if I go into PetSmart, if I have a, a pet bird and I go look for bird food and I see a bird food that is named Tweet, I am not going to associate that with Twitter unless it's blue with that bird emoji that they have all over the place. I'm sure the packaging is different, whatever. And plus, you when you trademark something, you only trademark in your industry. Twitter is not involved in bird food. Why are you getting involved in these people's business, right? Um, anyway, so they're going to be going to court soon, hopefully, uh, well, actually, let me get, let me get a vote from you guys. If you guys think Twitter should win, give me a one. If you think the Puerto Rican bird seed company should win, give me a two. If you think Twitter has a right to oppose this trademark for tweet bird food, give me a one. If you think that tweet bird food should be allowed to flourish, give me a two. Okay? All right. They Envy Rain is on the side of the Puerto Rican bird seed company. So is Margaret. Okay. All right. So I think we're all on the same page here. I totally hope that Fernandez and Hermanos wins. Okay. All right, before we move on to our next story, I want to remind you guys that you are watching MPL Legal Dish. Hello, DG99 Elohim. Uh, this is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance from, uh, uh, you know, a legal eagle like myself to help you get on the right path, Link up with me, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consultation today. All right. Okay. Moving on to our next story. Um, okay. 
this is another quick one. This is just a, a cautionary tale that, you know, sometimes you, you, you may have to look worldwide. You never, like, you really need to be careful when you do your trademark search. So there is a restaurant out in Woodbury, Minnesota. Um, their original name was T.Norms Pub and Grill. Very, you know, g generic kind of sounding name, probably named after some the, the person who owns it. T. Morris Pub and Grill. Um, they are going to be changing their name in the next 30 days to the Wick Pub and Grill. Why do you think this restaurant that was originally named T. Norms, T. T. Morris Pub and Grill, why do you think they're changing their name to the Wick Pub and Grill? Why do you guys think that this restaurant is changing their name? Which is like when when you've built up your brand, changing your name and your image is a big deal. So why do you think this company is going to take the, on this massive financial, you know, endeavor of rebranding themselves and changing the name of the the restaurant? Same rep, same menu, same everything. They're just changing the name. What do you lovelies think is the cause? I know y'all know it, and I know that there's a little bit of a delay, so I'm going to, you know, replenish my water while I let you guys get your answers in. Okay, uh, they envy Aaron said to shorten their brand name to make it more memorable. No, not quite, my dear. 76 from Chris said someone is suing them. Not quite suing, but it was about to happen. There is actually a Scottish restaurant based in Scotland, not in the United States. Um, they, ha they have a restaurant chain out there that is named T. Morris Pub and Grill, and they have an international trademark. So, um, no, they didn't file bankruptcy, Margaret. So just every country has their own intellectual property laws, but then there are also treaties that allow you to extend your intellectual property laws, you can get um, a, a trademark, uh, you can use the Madrid Protocol, which gives you kind of a, a worldwide thing. Um, I mean, you do have to apply for the different countries, but this uh, this Scottish uh, restaurant chain, Timor's Pub and Grill, they've already got that, you know, they've already planted their flag in the ground. So this Minnesota company, who's probably never even heard of this Scottish uh, restaurant, has to change their name and probably all of their, you know, logos and merch and things like that so that they don't violate any international trademark laws. So this is why it's important for you guys to do your searches carefully when you are naming your businesses, all right? You don't want to, you know, be in business five, six, seven years and then have to rename and rebrand because, you know, someone, you know, had the name before you did and you didn't do the research to make sure the name wasn't secured. Or maybe you had it first, but you didn't do the work to get it secured and somebody pulled it out from under you. We've had a lot of those stories on here where people have been in business for 10, hey, the journey advisor, we've had stories on here where people have been in business for 10, 10 years, maybe more. And because someone else did the work to trademark a name that that business was using, they had to change everything or, over. So it's really important that you do your research and you, you know, you plant your flag in the ground. Thank you, The Journey Advisor. You're so sweet. Um, 
All right. So good luck to the the, the upcoming Wick Pub and Grow. All right. Oh, thanks. Um, all right. So we are moving on to our final story of the evening. Do I have any old school wrestling fans here? Like I'm talking Booker T, Undertaker, Rikishi, um, Macho Man Randy Savage, The Rock, you know, Dwayne Johnson before he was Dwayne Johnson when he was The Rock. Um, any old school WWE fans? Yes. Okay. DG99 Elohim said, hell yeah. All right. DG99 Elohim, do you remember Booker T? Do you remember the wrestler Booker T? He had the dreads and he came on in black, black draws. Um, (laughs) uh, 76 Grim K said her son was a fan. Margaret Massey remembers them. Yes. Okay. Well, if you remember Booker T, right? Um, Booker T is currently suing the creators of, um, Call of Duty, Black Ops 4. Uh, we actually have had a couple of cases with Call of Duty. If you remember, there was, um, an artist who sued them for stealing his character. Um, anyway, uh, Booker T, apparently, uh, he created a comic series called G.I. Bro and the Dragon of Death, right? And he had someone... It was based on him, and he had an artist create a poster, uh, you know, of this character, G.I. Bro, that was based on Booker T. If you go to my stories, you'll see the picture of it. It's one of my, you know, too close for comfort pictures, right? Um, and Act- Booker T is suing Activision that makes Call of Duty Black Ops 4 because they're saying, he's saying that call, uh, Activision based their character profit on Booker T. Do we have anybody here who has ever played Call of Duty Black Ops 4? Do you know the character that I'm talking about? Prophet. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right? So Booker T is basically saying, look, the character that you got, this character that you guys created for Black Ops 4, you stole it from my character, G.I. Bro. But Activision, they're going back to Booker T and they're saying, look, we don't owe you anything because you don't even owe GI, own GI Bro. You sold the rights to GI Bro to the WWE. And Booker T is saying, well, I may have sold the rights to the entertainment character, Booker T, but I did not sell the rights to the comic, to, to the comic of Book, um, um, not Booker T, of GI Bro. Excuse me. So Activision is saying that Booker T sold the rights to GI Bro to WWE. Booker T is saying, yeah, I sold the fighting rights to G.I. Bro, the character rights in terms of entertainment. I did not sell the rights in terms of the comic book for G.I. Bro. So Booker T and Activision are going to court over the character profit in Call of Duty Black Ops 4 because Booker T is saying that they based it off of his character, G.I. Bro, and he wants his coin. So... I want to know from you guys, if you had a chance to go look at the pictures in my stories in either Facebook or Instagram, do you think that Activision based their character profit on Booker T's G.I. Bro character? What do you guys think? Excuse me. 
Yeah. What do y'all think? Um, I personally think that it was based on him. It just looks too close for comfort. And on top of the fact that this is not the first time that Activision is being sued for basically stealing a character. Um, there, there, we had a story the other day of, um, a female character that they, um, a, a female character that they copied and, you know, they hired like the same model, all this stuff. Margaret Massey said they look similar to me. 76 Grunke said, yes, they're always stealing people's ideas. Yeah. So I'm, I'm on Booker T's side with this only because this is not the first time that Activision has been in this position. They have been sued more than once on more than one occasion for copyright infringement, for stealing people's characters and ideas. So now, and for Activision, a, a company that makes as much money as you do on these games, there's no reason for you to do that. I'm sure you could have gotten some licensing agreement. Um, DG9 Elohim said it might have been based on him, but since he sold it to WWE, he might lose the case. Well, DG9, that is why they're going to court, because Booker T is arguing, yes, I sold the fighting rights to GI Bro in terms of a character for, for you know, um, sports entertainment, but I did, I did not sell the rights in terms of an, you know, a, a graphic novel. So when you have intellectual property rights, you can break them up into different pieces, right? Um, it's like, like Marvel. Remember when, before Marvel was what it was, Marvel was dumb broke. They, they were able to make back some money because they sold off the rights to different Marvel characters, right? Um, so that's why you, um, the X-Men is like one thing, Spider-Man is another thing. Now, Marvel has since made money so that they can buy those characters back, but they were able to sell off the rights to individual characters because you can break up your intellectual property rights, okay? Um, so yeah, so Booker T and Activision, they're gonna go argue their cases in front of the judge. I hope Booker T wins simply because this is not the first time Activision has been caught with their hand in the cookie jar, and I think that they're stealing. I feel like a lot of these video games steal, um, but that's just me. Um, I'm not really into video games. Y'all think what you want, <laughs> okay? Yes, but uh, those were the stories that I wanted to share with you this evening. Uh, our story about halal food. We had stories about Twitter and tweets. We had stories about a, a, a Minnesota restaurant uh, being blocked by a Scottish restaurant. And we had a blast from the past with Booker T from the WWE. All right. So uh, we're going to close out. Um, I will, I'll give you guys like two minutes to get any questions in if you, if you want them. We're getting close to the end. If you missed the NPL Nugget, remember we're covering Dunn's numbers this month. Go back and watch the replay. Uh, or pick up the Dunn's number workshop. Uh, go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Forum. It is the first uh, button in the, uh, in the list. Uh, I will be back here tomorrow evening with more stories. 76 Grimkate, I know you sent me one, but I had a bunch of stories to get through today. I will be covering the story that you sent me tomorrow. Um, if you guys find anything that you want me to cover, please, please, please send it to my DMs. I love it when you send me stories. It lets me know that you are engaged. Um, 
what else? Thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for your participation. I appreciate all of you. Make sure that you're booking your one-on-one, uh, your one-on-one sessions with me so that we can get you on that road to entrepreneurship, get you straightened away. All right. Um, so this is where I'm going to leave you. Have a wonderful evening. Take care of yourselves. Uh, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.